Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to the International Moving Podcast, your guide to moving to another country, brought to you by SDC International Shipping, LA's finest. An international move is exciting. It's a time to start over, establish a new business, maybe reestablish family ties, or retire where your budget will do more for you. Or maybe just the weather is more to your liking. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you have any questions about your international move, please give us a call at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962. Hey everyone, this is Jim for SDC International Shipping. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. We're going to be talking about moving from LA from Los Angeles to England today. And for those of you who don't know, Los Angeles is the home base for SDC International Shipping. We have plenty of experience moving people from here, as well as other places throughout the country, to England. And moving from one country to another, it can absolutely be an exciting adventure for people. It's full of opportunities for things like growth and new experiences, not to mention personal enrichment. So if you're considering a move from Los Angeles to England, there are many reasons why you might want to make this kind of journey from pursuing a new job opportunity. It could have to do more with the educational side of things to seeking a change of scenery. And while it can seem overwhelming at first just thinking about it, with the right planning and mindset, moving to England can be a positive and fulfilling experience. Some of my friends have done it, and they are you know, they spent many years over there. Sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. I've also talked to people on the other side who came to the United States from England. Sometimes they stay here for the rest of their lives. Sometimes they move back. But just going through the experience People on both sides of the coin were very glad they did so. Well, today I want to share some tips and some resources that would help you prepare for that kind of move and adjust to life in a new home. Now, the first thing I want to say is, the first question I want to throw out there, what's the difference between England, Ireland, Wales, and Scotland? And if you're an American What's the difference between the UK, do you call it the United Kingdom, or do you call it Britain? How does that work? Now, it actually depends on who you ask. I've met so many people over there. I'm in regular communication with them. So let me just give you the, the simplified version of it. Let's just look at these as different locations, even though we could look at it like the United States as them being kind of like little states. Um, even though the United Kingdom is the, com the combining of these, England is the most populous country in the UK. And it's home to the capital city of London. And it's known for things like a diverse culture. They have a very vibrant nightlife there throughout London. I'm talking about right now, we're talking about London, England. Many historic landmarks. We can talk about places like Stonehenge and Buckingham Palace. England is famous for its high standard of living. They have an excellent health care system and numerous job opportunities, at least the last time I checked. Now we can look at Ireland, on the other hand, and it has more of a relaxed, laid-back way of life. The country is renowned for having beautiful landscapes, traditional music, very friendly locals, and the cost of living 
in Ireland, it is relatively high, but the quality of life is also considered to be excellent there, all other things being equal. Then Scotland, we can look at Scotland as a country also that has a very rich history, a unique culture known for stunning natural scenery, including things like the Scottish Highlands, Loch Ness. Uh, Scotland is also famous for its whiskey, traditional kilts, bagpipe music. The cost of living in Scotland is generally lower than in England. And last I heard, there's plenty of job opportunities available there also, particularly in cities like Glasgow and Edinburgh. And then we can look at Wales. Wales is what one person put, a small but proud country with a strong cultural identity. And it's known for having a rugged coastline, beautiful mountains, again, a rich history. That entire area is like how much history has played out there. We would need volumes of books to go through it all. But the cost of living in Wales is generally lower than in England. And they do have job opportunities also in industries such as healthcare, education, and tourism. But overall, the experience of moving to England, Ireland, Scotland, or Wales can vary depending on your individual preferences and priorities. And it's most important to do the research as an individual and consider all of the factors, just like you were moving anywhere else, such as cost of living, uh, job opportunities, job market, culture, uh, lifestyle, all of those things have to be considered before making your decision. Now, if you're planning a move from LA to England, yes, it does require some very careful planning. You have to be well organized. And some of the things you might want to consider, of course, are, as always, you want to research the visa requirements and obtain all the necessary documents. You need to know exactly what it is that you need. So before making any concrete plans, it's important to research the visa requirements for living in England. And depending on your situation, you may need to apply for a work visa, a student visa, or maybe a spouse or partner visa. And you'll also need to have a valid passport, and potentially other documents too, such as like a birth certificate or marriage license. Make sure to check the UK government's website because they have the up-to-date information on visa requirements and the application processes. Now, finding an international moving company, you are in the right place for that because as complex as the whole process is, when you have a company like SDC International Shipping, we have a good reputation and a track record of many successful moves to England. So we specialize in international moves, which is a different type of move than when you're moving within, let's say, the United States. Because we can help you with everything from packing to customs, clearances, and all of that. Now, you need a packing checklist. That's one of the things that's very important to have because moving overseas means for a lot of people that they're going to pare down their belongings and they're going to move the most important things with them. So they're going to create a packing checklist and that way they can keep track of what they need to bring, maybe what they can sell or what's better off being donated, what they can leave behind. And to do this, you have to also think about what you'll need in your day-to-day -day life in England, including what type of clothing, electronics, personal items, things like that. So most of the time people go through this process of sorting and decluttering their belongings. Also, if you meet people who live there, especially in the area that you're thinking about, you can find usually groups on Facebook and other places like that online 
where you can find out information that you wouldn't just get from a general information site alone, specific to that location, such as phone numbers and addresses and that contact information. And a lot of this stuff can be uh, planned and done online. But once you do have your packing list in place, sometimes you do have to be a little bit ruthless when you're going through your belongings, deciding what you're going to take, what you're going to get rid of. So again, you might want to consider selling certain things that you really no longer need and maybe certain sentimental items. Maybe it's time to pass them on to someone else. Maybe they won't fit in your new home. I know the last time I moved, I had all of these books and I was thinking to myself that one of the biggest things for me, one of the heaviest things to move was a collection of books that I had. And so many of them were outdated, and I realized others, I would never read them again. And so for the first time in my life, I was ruthless when it came to paring down my book collection. And then I realized that I could go on with, let's say, uh, Kindle, Amazon, and find these books again and store hundreds of books just on a Kindle device or on a tablet or on a desktop computer even if I want to read them on there. And no, it's not really the same, not to harp on books, but it's not the same sometimes as holding a book in your hands, especially a fiction book that you want to bring with you. You can you know, throw it around, it gets bounced around, it's no big it's no big deal, but you know, of course, you can't do that with a device, with electronic device and if you break it or crack the screen or something like that, a book, a physical book, you can take anywhere. So yeah, there's pluses and minuses to it. But when it came to moving, I have to tell you that I, I left about 50% of my book collection behind. And I was only moving here in the state of Florida, my last move. And even then, there was something liberating about getting rid of things and parting ways with them and leaving them behind and then getting a fresh start in another location. So you have to prepare for the logistics of the move because moving overseas, maybe you've never really thought about it because you're just kind of in the general planning. You see yourself there, you see yourself here, there looks better than here. And so you start going through some common sense planning in your mind, but you're not really writing things out. But moving overseas can take weeks or even months of time. So that's why it's important to be prepared for the logistics of the move. Make sure to notify your bank. Make sure to notify the utilities and the other service providers uh, of your upcoming move. And then the same thing if you're maybe you're going to rent there so you don't really have to worry about putting things in your name right away. But of course, all of that would have to take place there as well. Um, maybe you want to set mail forwarding or maybe have a trusted family member or friend collect mail for you. Maybe you're going to go over there and rent for a few years and see how you like it before committing to a final move. Or maybe you've already committed inside and so you're going to rent in different places over there before you decide to move. Now, one of the things you might want to consider also is purchasing uh, travel insurance in case of an unexpected delay or emergency and uh, Insurance for healthcare can also be purchased, like international insurance. Uh, not to go too much into that in this podcast episode, but those are some of the other things that are available out there that people kind of don't really think about too much. But by taking some steps and planning your move, it really can smooth over the entire process and remove a lot of the stress that would otherwise accompany 
transitioning a life from here in the United States, specifically in LA, for example, to a new life in England. Let's talk about adjusting to life in England. Now, even if you're already familiar with what life is basically like there, visiting there and moving there, well, it does take a little bit of time to adjust to a new location. Where you're gonna do your shopping or where you're gonna buy certain types of items before everything is new. But there's also other types of differences that you have to adjust to. For example, cultural differences. England has its own unique culture, and it's important to be aware of what the differences are. Uh, One example is that the British tend to be more reserved and more polite in public, and they also have different customs and traditions, such as, let's say, afternoon tea, and they have a pub culture. Learning about and respecting these cultural differences can help you adjust more quickly. Also, the weather. England is known for its rainy and cool weather, So be sure to pack appropriately for that type of weather, having that type of clothing. You may want to invest in a a raincoat or two or some new umbrellas. Also the food. The food in England may be different than what you're used to, but of course it's worth trying out new things. Some popular British dishes include fish and chips, which I love. Here in the United States we have fish and chips, so I'm sure you're familiar with that. Bangers and mash, which is a little bit different. Shepherd's pie. And you may also notice that the portion sizes there are smaller than what you're generally used to here in the United States. But in addition to all of that, there are many international restaurants in cities like London, so you can still find a taste of home, so to speak, if you're feeling a little bit homesick. Transportation. Public transportation is very popular, and it's an efficient way to get around in England, especially in the large cities. So be sure to familiarize yourself with the bus routes, the train routes, as well as the fares. And you might also want to consider getting a bicycle or walking around if you live in a smaller town. Healthcare. The healthcare system in England is different than you what you're probably used to here in the United States. I've talked to a few people from there. They have a national health service, the NHS, that provides healthcare to all residents. But it might be different than what you're used to. For example, if you need immediate care, people tell me that it's easier just to pay for it out of your pocket rather than be, let's say, on a long waiting list, even for a minor operation or something like that. But anyway, be sure to register with a general practitioner as soon as possible. So if you do need some health care, you can receive it, you know, if it's necessary. All right, I think we've covered just about everything for today. So just to summarize a few things, you want to make sure that you research the country you're going to. We're talking about England today. You want to research the culture, the laws, the lifestyle so that you're not in for any last-minute surprises. And this will help you prepare both mentally and physically to adjust to a new environment more easily. You want to make sure that you plan ahead things like canceling subscriptions, redirecting mail, making the final payments on the utilities and having them turned off. Also, you want to make sure you hire a reputable international moving company to help you with this entire process. It'll make a huge difference hiring a company like SDC International Shipping And this is something that we do. It's something we specialize in. We can help you with everything from the packing and loading of your belongings. We can help you navigate customs, take care of all that for you, as well as the transporting of your actual goods right to your new home. And if you'd like, we can even unpack and put everything away, complete white glove service, if that's something you'd be interested in. We can also help with the packing. Packing is a big deal because if you do it wrong, some of your valuables won't make it to their destination. 
in one piece. So there are some things that it's worth maybe decluttering a little bit, getting rid of, donating, that kind of a thing. So in conclusion, moving from Los Angeles to England, yeah, for some people it could be a bigger undertaking than others, but with the right planning and the right assistance, it can be a smooth and exciting transition. Remember, Plan early, research your options, take advantage of any resource available to you. SDC International Shipping, we're here to help you make your move a success. And as a local moving company, we offer personalized service. We can help you every step of the way from packing and shipping to adjusting to your new home. And you can even stop by our office in Sherman Oaks, California to speak directly to our shipping specialist. So contact us today if you want more information about that, making the move from L.A., to England. All right, that's about all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend, and I will see you in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening. Whether you're relocating within the country or moving to the other side of the world, we're here to help from start to finish. Connect with us today at 888-779-3962. That's 888- 779-3962.